Hello, and welcome to Aquarium Dilemmas. I'm your host, Science Gal Aquatics. I'm Carrie, and this is my co-host, Jesse. and welcome. Yes, welcome. Thank you so much. This is going to be a fun episode. I hope you can take something from it and pass it along and share the advice. Yes, thank you for tuning in. I believe this is something that is going to be a great little discussion mm-hmm. about things that we all have done, things that have happened, and reasons to keep going forward in the Aquarius hobby or pet keeping, Mm -hmm. however you want to. Yeah. Just little pieces of advice that I wish somebody would have told me about, warned me about. Just just sit down and say, hey, some of these things are going to happen. Some are good. Some are bad. Some are neither good or bad. But you're probably going to encounter this and keep just keep going and look on the bright side because some of these you're just going to encounter. And I just don't want to I don't want you to beat yourself up and quit the hobby. And it's just some little things I was thinking about trying to remember of just like, yeah. That would have probably been helpful if I would have known that last year, yesterday, or 10 years ago. Maybe that that would have been helpful. And some of them, you could probably tell me I need to hear it every day. So <laughs> just, just tell me every day. Because there's, honestly, <clears throat> in my fish keeping career, I love keeping fish. I, I love it. I love it. I will always have aquariums. But there's some weeks... There's some days that do test you, and that I think is when I grow the most, but there's just some general things looking back that I think would be helpful that I wanted to share that's just like, hey, whether this is your first tank or your 30th tank, just, hey, these are just some things that I learned along the way that you might encounter. Well, yeah, and I think talking about them is a Mm -hmm. big thing. Talking about them didn't. New mm-hmm. people, especially, yeah, just to not be discouraged or let down because we've all done it, mm-hmm. whether we want to talk about it or don't want to yeah. talk about it. I have had some great days, great, fun, life changing experiences around f- fish keeping. I have, I love it, it will always be in my future, and I'm glad it's been a large part of my. I've always kept aquariums. But there's just those certain days or weeks that's like everything I touch. It's just like, gosh. But even though you run into those days and sometimes they stick in your brain a little bit, like one bad day will stick in my brain a lot more than a hundred good days for some reason. But it's in those moments that you're tested and challenged and it makes me either research ask for help or learn and grow. And some are might be avoidable and some are not. But even though it's a bad day, a lot of good comes from it. And the the really, I think the first thing that really did come to my mind when thinking about it was just the advice or the, I don't even know if it's advice, just something that I've learned that you're going to lose fish. No matter, no matter if you take the just the best care of them. Either uh-ohs happen or it's an older fish or just 
there's a sick, just whatever, just you're going to lose fish. You're going to be super attached. And in some occasions, maybe not as attached, but it's still rough. And I have spent so many occasions and hours just beating myself up, just blaming myself. And sometimes, honestly, it was my fault. I should have either put the lid back on or check the temperature better or paid closer attention when I was draining it, whatever it may. It, sometimes it is my fault, but overall in my fish keeping journey, I've kept a lot of fish successfully, but there's been some times that there's nothing I could do or the, it's just something that's. Well, there's uh, a lot of occasions that things are out of your control. control and, and sometimes they're in your control and it's an uh oh, but either way, over the long stretch of your fish keeping hobby or lifestyle, whatever, it's just so ingrained in my life. It's just, I've learned a lot, but there's still occasions where things pass away. And like you said, sometimes it's avoidable and sometimes it's not. Just don't beat yourself up because it's going to happen. And you can, the best thing you can do is just learn from it and try not to have it happen again. Well, yes, learn from but it. Don't and move quit. On. Don't quit. Well, I obviously don't quit. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. But there's a few things to that you're always going to lose fish. Yes, sometimes it's your oopsie, other mm-hmm. times it's out of your control. It could be sickness, mm-hmm. it could be where you're getting the fish from, you don't know how old these fish are either. So there's what they've been through. It's not even what, how old they are. It's just, sometimes they might be a juvenile fish, but the traumatic experience of being shipped from one country to another breeds a very stressful (laughs) tie and their immune systems down. And it's, you could have set them up with the most perfect ideal down to like, everything the minute detail and sometimes something might happen and it sometimes it's really expensive and sometimes it's not but just and for me too in those occasions it really sucks and i'm the type that i really do beat myself over it and i think about it for months and then like years will pass and for some occasions it'll pop back into my brain and i spend some more time thinking about it but in those occasions, I have grown grown the most as a fish keeper, even though I really prefer the good days over the bad and the great weeks over the bad weeks. But in those occasions, sometimes it does force me to learn something that I never would have thought of or reach out for help. And they give me like, oh, I overlooked that. It could be something simpler or small or whatever. But that's when I I grow the most and I learn the most sometimes. Well, yeah. And I mean, going right into that, when you're getting new fish or you're trying something new, Mm -hmm. don't necessarily speed up or rush things because in the long run, Mm -hmm. things kind of tend to... They, they pile up and it ends up coming, falling back. Yeah, I'm really guilty of this all the time. I feel like everything just needs my help all the time. And sometimes it's best when I just set it up and leave it alone and don't rush through things. Don't get impatient. Whether it's as if, like, 
it's not bad. And in some occasions it does work out great, but there is a time where I thought I could speed up plant growth by putting all this ex- and there's some like CO2 and there's some occasions where it does work and you can speed it up. But with the tanks that I have and the setup that I have, it seems like I was just creating an algae problem with my impatience. And if I would have just done it the right way and slowed down a little bit and just enjoyed the process and not try to rush through everything all the time, it works out far better (laughs) than if you just rush through it. And sometimes it's not even that I'm trying to rush through it. It's just, I get really overly excited about a project or something. And I just really want the results, but sometimes it really is best just to just take a step back and enjoy, just watch and enjoy. Well, when you get new fish and new tank, you want that instant gratification. Oh, I do. You want that. (laughs) I'm, I'm notorious for it myself. Everyone I think as a human is, Mm-hmm. You want that instant gratification. You want instantly set up. You want to instantly look at it. Everything's got to be perfect instantly. Well, it doesn't. Mm-mm. And that really kind of leads into the next point of if you do it the right way and go through the steps mm-hmm. and you're going to feel better in the long run, mm-hmm. everything's going to be better and your expectations and goals Mm-hmm. for the tank you've set up could change. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, it just, it kind of going a step back. I'm just trying to think and talk. It just seems like there's so many occasions. <laughs> I'm just thinking that even like cleaning or setting up plants, breeding, there's just so many occasions that just slow down. Cause I've, we've set up equipment wrong. We've just done little uh-ohs that, Yes, absolutely. But yeah, go go move forward. You're right. Go. What was the next one? Well, that that was it. That if you take your time, set the tank up, mm-hmm. the, put your fish in there, do it, and you're you're playing with the tank a little bit, and it, mm-hmm. but your ideas for that tank are gu- could change. You might go to okay, I was gonna this was yeah. gonna be a breeding tank. Now it's gonna be a community tank. Yeah. We, things could change but if you do it in that slow process mm-hmm. your your mind's going to slow down and you're going to achieve ultimately what you want mm-hmm. by going slower yeah going slower does in the and it's not that we're i mean i'm really bad about getting excited and you can set things up and there's a lot of times that you there's certain occasions and certain parts of certain there's certain parts of the process that if you know what you're doing and you have done taken your time in the past, you know how to kind of jumpstart a cycle so you can add fish. But I don't recommend you just jump starting into it if you've never done it before or you don't have another established tank somewhere. I mean, if you are on the more experienced side or not even experienced, you've just looked into the nitrogen, you understand a little bit about the bacteria, then there there are some things that you can kind of speed up. But generally speaking, just I'm I rush through things and sometimes just slowing down you can enjoy so much more of the process. Well yeah and but what kind of going through expectations, I feel like my expectations of t- certain things of just the hobby has changed. When I was a kid, 
and I set up my first tank, my expectations of that tank is far different than they are now after so many years of keeping fish. And even like from having cold water guppies where all I wanted to see was snails and babies to the point where you couldn't see any water. I just wanted snails and babies and I had just an air stone into kind of going into a bow front community tank where I love just going into the fish store and picking out whatever was cute. And I had no idea what was compatible. Then I went to college and took an ecology class and I got introduced to all the different cycles and I started my research and I stumbled upon the fish tube community and learned about live plants and went from just having a fish tank because I like fish to having an aquarium because I want to have an ecosystem and see nature in my house and have live plants and enjoy the process of seeing the fry but understanding stress and compatibility, it's just my expectations of my tanks have changed. And if you are a fish keeper for many years, you're going to have many stages where sometimes you might be burnt out. You just want one tank that's really low maintenance because you just are kind of like, you don't want anything more to where you have 40, 30 tanks in your basement and you're, you have a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have all these different stages and you're going to have ebbs and flows. You're going to have points where you love it and hate it, but just know that overall long-term you're just naturally going to change. Your focus is going to change your expectations. Maybe you like plants more in the aquascape. Sometimes you want to focus on just breeding and having a bare bottom tank. You might have 30 tanks. You might have two tanks. You might just have a pond. You, I mean, you're going to have all these twists and turns and just the journey of the process of seeing what happens, not putting too much like, I want this and this and this and kind of be a little bit more open to seeing what's out there because I was stuck in a box for so long that once I branched out, I was like, wow, there's so many different things well, you that, can learn. That leads to another good point. When you start mm -hmm. branching out of that box and you're moving around and, mm -hmm. and, and being that wonderful aquarist, you don't need to go out and get every either fish food or filter or whatever the newest hottest item is yeah i'm really guilty of this one <laughs> when, when you dive down this other avenue you're mm -hmm. like oh i want to go this way and you mm -hmm. do that's great and that's mm -hmm. awesome that's wonderful there's absolutely mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it we're both guilty of it ourselves mm -hmm. But, just, but do your research mm -hmm. and you don't have to have the latest, best, newest thing on the market just because everybody else seems to, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? Sometimes it is. Yes, quality is sometimes what you have to go after on certain aspects. Yeah. I will not lie. There's mm -hmm. That is 100%. Sometimes you get what you pay for. But also... Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, it is what it is. I went through a phase where I just, I wanted to, I didn't have any more growing up than just going to like the supermarket to get things. So it was like one brand, we had one choice and it was, 
Like I didn't mind it. And there's still many things I use today that I used in childhood that I just, I'm die. I just really love it. But once my mind got opened up to so many different options, I went through this stage where I had to have like every filter I could find, every fish food I could find, every size tank I could find. I just wanted every fish I could find. And there was a point where I was just buying stuff and I would forget that I had it or I'd buy stuff and I'd use it for a little while and be like, mm, I, whatever, I don't really see a difference. And I really, it, like, it's fun to experiment and I really like want you to go have fun and try new things. But there's just a point where I think if you want to try a filter, do a little research, narrow it down. Maybe you want to try these two, not these 10, because some do, like you said, I feel like the quality of it goes a long way. I would always just go in and get the cheapest thing because a lot of times that was just what I had available. But then when I started having that period where I was buying new things, not everything that was cheap was the worst and not everything that was the most expensive was the best, but I was getting so much stuff that it was, it was just going bad, especially food and before I even got to use it. So there's a lot of fun being a new fish keeper or being introduced to something, but there's a point. (laughs) Well, and there's also always a difference in what your needs are as a, as a fish keeper versus the needs of you and the needs of me Mm -hmm. of what we're going to just kind of narrow it down a little bit, but still have fun. I still highly recommend it. Which which leads to that other point of, Mm -hmm. Don't make it too complex on yourself. Yeah. Have fun with it. So Just wh- don't wh- put stress on yourself. Like you said, have fun. It doesn't need to be stressful. Well, you said it. You look at 10 different options, narrow it down to three options mm-hmm. or two options and try those two and then have fun with those two because you've mm-hmm. narrowed it down. You don't have to try all 10. Yeah. It, if you try those two and you don't like them, and neither one are compatible for you, mm-hmm. then move on to two more and yeah. try those two. I think, but, but that way you're keeping it fun. You're mm-hmm. not overwhelming your brain and your nervous system all at once going, yeah. well, I've bought all 10 of these. I got to try all 10 of these right I now. Think when, I got to do this right now. Yeah. I think in the very beginning of fish keeping, I was so excited that I, I, it was fun. I was, there was nothing about it. It was new. It was exciting. I was a little kid. I finally got to have fish tanks in my room when my parents said no for so long. But when I started branching out and getting exposed to new things, I would a lot of times just make it overly complicated. I would probably I probably did set up a little bit too many tanks all at once and then kind of got overwhelmed by things. So you know, like we said before, take it slow, take your time. If you want to add tanks, add tanks, you know, one at a time or two. You don't have to add all of like all of them unless maybe that's your job. But don't look at a high end tank and then put all these expectations on yourself that you want it to look just like that when this is your first tank you've ever skated. Like there's there's some set little goals for yourself. Maybe you want to try to grow this particular plant. And then, you know, have enough to add a new tank and scape it, but take it slow. You take your time and learn the stages, I guess the point is, instead of making it 
where I felt like I needed to learn everything at once, set up everything at once, grow everything at once, breed everything at once. And it was just like not fun anymore. Set little goals. I want to try to breed this fish and this fish and grow this plant and try this tank. And once I get that, then I'll move on and kind of get the balance and the feel and the schedule for things before you add that. Not that I don't want you to try it, just do it a little bit slow so you don't get burnt out because you had this huge, crazy goal, which is completely, you can get that huge goal. Just break it up in little steps before you look at that, that real, you know, and then I feel like I feel really good because I have all these check marks and not just one. Yes. No. Well, and that is, that's a main thing. If that makes sense. That may, that's a main thing. It really is. You're talking about, okay, you have these goals with this one tank mm-hmm. and then you're starting up another tank. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? No two tanks are going to be the same. Yeah. I mean, I was, they're going to be close. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If you're using the same water, you're, you're not doing anything different to the water. You're using your same water. They, mm-hmm. they're, everything's going to be close. But no two tanks are going to be the same, especially mm-hmm. if you're adding substrates, you're adding plants. They're all going to have different amounts and variables in there mm-hmm. that you can't control because yes. certain plants are going to like more light than others. Certain plants are going to need more nutrients than others. If you're restocking it with a different fish, different bio load, you just n- never know. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing that next step, don't assume because this tank worked and everything is perfect that this tank's mm-hmm. going to work because yeah. this is my biggest guilt right yeah. here is thinking everything's going to be the same I moving forward. Well, didn't believe this for a long time. It, I thought it never they would is. just be the same. And I mean, we talk about it on the live stream and <laughs> to each other and stuff. And we'll share it with you here today. There's been, we've, We've set up so many tanks. We'd be like, oh, we'll set them all up. We'll grow this plant in these tanks and then it'll just work. And it's like this this tank might grow this plant particularly well, but not this one. And they are set up for the most part identical, but it just takes better in one. Or I might have a little bit more of an algae problem in the other, even though they're on this. It's just, it's amazing that I didn't believe that, but no two tanks are alike. Even if I did try to treat them exactly alike, they still were different environments and we could keep the same fish in them, same plant, same, same everything. But at the end of the day, they are two different setups. They're two different aquariums and they will be different. They're two they different, have their two different personalities. Well, they're two different ecosystems. Uh-huh. Literally, you're trying you're building an ecosystem in a glass box. There are two different ones. If yeah. you think they're both gonna be identical, they won't you be. are wrong. Yeah. And it's not this like was a hard wrong, lesson wrong. to learn for me, but it, it's true. I, I'm sure you could do it perfectly. I'm sure someone out there has done it perfectly. They've done RO, they've remineralized everything, measured it to the T, been absolutely but not in perfect. our case. But Just not in our if case. you're a regular fish keeper. Probably not. Mm-hmm. That is my point. Probably not. I wouldn't say regular. I'm sure, like you said, there's some people out there that can pinpoint it. But I still, 
I still, this was a hard lesson to learn. And I have tried with the materials I have, the tanks I have, the fish I have, everything I have. I have set up this fish room thinking that, oh, I'll just put them on the same schedule. I'll treat them all the same. I'll put this fertilizer. And they're just different. I have slightly different issues in each one. And I'm sure there are just like everything else in life. There's always an exception to the rule. But in my particular experience in this being an episode of what I wish I knew, I, I do wish someone would have told me, hey, you can set them all the same. You can make them some pretty much the same. You can feed them the same. You can put them on their lights the same. You can do whatever you want the same. But at the end of the day, just be aware that you will have slightly different There'll be subtle differences. It's nothing major. I mean, there's some tanks you might have, but they're just, they have their each little personalities that you will get. If you have more than one tank, you will get to know each individual tank as you maintenance it. And you will have to kind of, even though they are very similar, you just, they each need their own need. They each have their own needs. Well, I mean, and they're very small things we're not talking drastic differences we're talking well one just evaporates a little more than the other one grows a little more algae than the other just very slight differences yeah, this but there's one some, grows there's, this valicinaria way better than this one even yeah. though the other one grows it too it's just way faster it's yeah. just it's crazy when you do have when you get to that point where you want to keep multiple tanks or multiple however many you want to keep it's just coming from where i had one for a a long time my 30 gallon bowfront i had just that one tank for a long time and i went from that one tank to like 20 tanks in a week and i've had them set up now for a while now i i wouldn't have believed they would be diff i figured they would all have just grown the same plants the same they would have just been they the same and it's just not it's just not it's and it's fun when you do have multiple tanks and different things that you want to keep like i have a certain line of guppies even though they're the same line of guppies i keep them in multiple tanks because i i like the line but each each tank they have the fry rates different so it's just different it's just I think it's fun and it's something another aspect that you're just like huh that's really interesting it's it, it's not a major difference, but it's just an interesting difference that good or bad or any which way it would have been been like, hey, just by the way, <laughs> thanks for the heads up. Well, which kind of leads into the fact that all everyone's water is going to be different. Yeah. And it's always going to be constantly changing depending on what you have in the tank. Mm-hmm. what's taking minerals out, putting mm-hmm. extra back in, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So that's always going to be different. Mm-hmm. So, and again, then henceforth, your maintenance is always going to be different and it's always going to take you maybe longer than you think, depending on the tank and the stock load. And if you got a bunch of plants that need to be trimmed mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. Yeah. This one, I was, I was thinking it in the way that, like, how could I explain this? I, <laughs> I always, whether it's one tank or 20 tanks, I just was like, 
especially in the beginning, oh, I can do a water change in five minutes, like no big deal. Like it's quick and easy. Or I can I can listen to live chats on this particular day and get my maintenance done in 30 minutes. Oh, no problem. I can do it 30 minutes. And granted, back in the day, I was refilling my tanks one drinking little one gallon bucket at a time. So there was nothing quick about it. So know that whether you have one tank or a fish room full of tanks, just maintenance just always seems to take a little longer than I think it's going to take. And it's an enjoyable process. I like to, especially now there's been stages, honestly, in looking back where I've had a love hate relationship with maintenance seeing aquariums, but I'm in this stage now where I really do enjoy it. I take my time. I watch the fish. There's always like a new plant that's kind of sprouted up that I'm like, Hey, that's cool. But it's just always going to take, if you have an errand or your kids are coming home from school and you're like, oh, I can do this quick water change really quick. No problem. Just wait. I have done it multiple times where I'm like, oh, I have 20 minutes before the kids get home from school. I can drain this tank. And then I forget that I'm draining the tank. And then I drain all the water out by accident. And luckily I've caught it before I lost any fish. But if you have an errand or something to do, just go do it, then do the maintenance because you don't want to rush through it. You don't want to make stupid mistakes like that just because you get distracted. So just know if you if you have some maintenance to do, just know that it's generally probably going to take you more than the five minutes that it's think you think it's gonna take you and with water like water's always different I went through a point where I would like my friends oh I trust my friends like their fish are beautiful I've seen them well just because their tank's good and it's beautiful and their fish are beautiful I just take the time don't drain the water scoop the fish out and put them in your water just everybody Everybody's water's different. I I love my fishy friends. I love getting fish from friends. I love like if I get some fry, I love I love it all. But I just don't trust water. All the water outside of my fish room, even though I can't see anything, I just don't put it in my aquarium. And sometimes like even the city might do something where you're like, "Hmm, my fish aren't acting right." Just know that the water is like I mean, it's a really important part of your aquarium, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to take the time and just be aware of like when the city's going to do something or if you're going to a fish store or you're getting fish from a friend or you're ordering them online, just get rid of the water because the water, it's just, I don't. It's not that I don't, I, I trust my friends. I just don't, I just don't want their aquarium water, even though I love you to death. I just don't want your aquarium water in my tanks. Just where like the same, you should not put my water in your tanks. I just, you, you just don't, don't do that if you can avoid it. And I learned the difference between hard water and soft water at one point in my fish keeping career. So even just that, depending on where you live, the water can be different from someone else that you're getting fish from or this, that, and the other. I And sometimes fish have a harder time going from 
so it's from what is it they like hard water so if they're going from hard water to soft water it can be a little bit more challenging than soft water to hard water in some uh, circumstances so just know that water can be different don't trust all water get to know your city's like maintenance schedule and just, just be aware of that. Parameters. Yes. And know them. I don't know. Ev- There's still some things about the water that I have in my fish room that I should probably more know in more detail. But just even though it's like it's just water. There's a lot that goes into that that you should know and just know if your water is hard and soft because there's a point where I didn't even know that there is a there was a such thing as hard and soft water, you know? So to just get to know your water, it's important. It is. And I think the last couple points kind of tie everything together. Mm-hmm. While you're doing that maintenance or not doing the maintenance or thinking about doing that maintenance, because like you said, well, I got 20 minutes, maybe I could do it. Sometimes it's just best to enjoy your aquarium look mm-hmm. at it think about it see what where you want to go next with it like mm-hmm. we talked about earlier because your expectations of that aquarium might have changed of what you want to do yeah so just sometimes look at it and just enjoy it yeah just and, enjoy it and when you enjoy it you don't ever want this keeping fish or hobby however you want to mm-hmm. call it at this point, I call it a lifestyle mm-hmm. to ever be work. It has to be fun. Mm-hmm. And while you're enjoying it, you get a little sense of calm and it reiterates that little bit of just patience. Yeah. Just patience, thinking about the process mm-hmm. of what ecosystem you really want for that fish or that community Mm -hmm. that you're building inside that glass box. And I think that ultimately is the best way to think about it in, in my personal opinion, my brain for me, it is. Yeah. I think for, for me looking back, one of the, just to kind of sum up some of the things that we were talking about and kind of the last few things that I was going to mention is, you're there's a lot of enjoyment in going through the process and taking your time and not have, I really am the type of person that has to make myself slow down and enjoy the process. I don't have to go 90 right off the bat, especially in fish keeping. And if someone would have told me just take your time and be proud of yourself from starting in a cold water guppy full of snails doing water changes whenever I would remember and really knowing nothing to now just trying to share the ups and downs and what I've learned so I can help others. And even though it hasn't, it's been hard to kind of get over some things to like put yourself out there, but there's been a lot of enjoyment of just taking your time. And even though, I am the type of person go 90 to nothing. There's a lot of enjoyment with fish keeping of just slowing down and having small little goals. Like 
It might be your first tank and you want to breed this particular fish. You might not be successful the first couple, three, four times, but each time they have a, a breeding behavior or eggs or drop fry or whatever it is, they might not all be successful, but each time you see that happening, you can note it and learn from it. And it's a little small little check. And over the years of fish keeping, whether you lose fish, you are successful, you have a good day or a bad day, sometimes just those small little goals and not seeing just that big challenge is just a big thing for me that I wish someone would have told me that just because you're a beginner, there's no harm in that. Like there's, that's not a bad thing. There's a lot of things that you can have fun with being a beginner and sometimes learning new things. And that excitement of a new rabbit hole is like the best part. And if you've kept fish for like me a really long time, sometimes you do have a little period where you're going to be burnt out and kind of be over it. But if someone would have said, Hey, you're going to go through this. Just if you are burnt out on this aspect of it, there's so many different aspects out there that you can fall in love and get you back into the hobby. And before you know it, you're, you're right back nose deep into it and loving it again. And so just don't put these big expectations thinking you have to know everything right off the bat and don't beat yourself up over the small things or even the big things. Just learn and grow. And patience is really important because slowing down and not rushing through everything and taking your time and having that patience of just Sometimes it's a really hard wait when you're really excited for new fry and that's hard and you want to help it along, but don't. And just don't compare yourself to others. My tanks are my tanks. They might not be the prettiest things out there, but to me, they're gorgeous and they work. And I've seen some really beautiful aquariums out there that I would love to recreate. And sometimes I do beat myself over it when I can't make it look just so-so. But sometimes, even though I can't, what comes out of it is still pretty. I'm still proud of it. So just even though you have hard times, hard days in the hobby, just, just keep going and have fun. And there's so many different aspects that you can learn and discover. And sometimes you might not see it that day, but the little things do add up. Just the little tidbits of knowledge, just the going to the club meeting and maybe having a random conversation just will spark some inspiration. And before you know it, you're like, I didn't even see that coming. Who would have thought this tank would have turned into that? So just, I guess looking back on it through keeping fish, if just someone would have told me to have more fun, take my time and don't beat myself up and don't just keep going. I probably would have had more fun at certain points keeping fish, but I'm glad I'm at where I'm at to share this and hopefully you can enjoy some of it too and pass it along. Well, I think you're right with the don't, don't compare yourself uh -huh. because there is being a fish keeper, being uh -huh. a hobbyist, there is no really right or oh, wrong. There's no right or way. There's no right. There's no and wrong. Some Sometimes it, the wrong way teaches you so many things. And sometimes doing the right way is like, oh, God, you, there's just no one way to do anything. Well, and, and the point of this is to whether you're, even if you're 
an expert at a bunch of fish. If you're trying a new fish, basically you're a beginner with that one. You've yeah. never done it before. So yeah. you're almost essentially starting over as a new fish keeper because you've never tried this species. You know, mm -hmm. you've never had it in your fish room. You know what other people have told you about it, mm -hmm. but you still can't compare yourself to those yeah. other people. Because again, your water's different. Everything's going to be different. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to take time. And I think that's the great thing about talking about this is we don't want to compare ourselves, but we want to share with other people mm -hmm. the same as everyone wants to and not feel judged and just to learn yeah. to get better, have that patience, have that growth, learn as a community just to get better. Yeah. I don't want to compare myself to others anymore, but I really have learned the lesson of instead of like coming home and saying, oh my gosh, I quit because I can't make that tank look like that. Just find one aspect of that tank that I like. I might not be able to recreate that whole tank, but this one particular corner or this one particular plant or setting up this rock pile kind of like that, taking inspiration from breaking it down be like, I might not be able to do this whole thing today, but in time, breaking down different aspects of that tank I love so much, I'm going to come up with something that you love even I more. love even more that took inspiration from that. And I'm inspired by that. And even though something that I was like, man, that's so outside my skill level through time and patience and not beating myself up. Look what I've created today. And that has been a hard one for me to learn. And I wish someone would just take me aside of when I started and be like, Hey, where you're at today is not where you're going to be at this, this and this point, but you're going to learn so many fun things along the way and have so many conversations that just enjoy the process. Cause you'll eventually get there. It's just going to take small goals and have fun and enjoy it instead. Yes. But Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you would like to watch this episode, you're always welcome to over at Science Gal Aquatics on YouTube. If you are a member, you get the episodes first, but we do release them. Some of the back episodes over on YouTube. So if you want to watch that, you're welcome to. But mainly just thank you for listening. And I can't wait. And if you want to one. check out any of the stuff we keep, some yeah. of the plants. Other things that we've been working on, you can check out our website. Yeah. I like sharing my information. I'm really bad at like, hey, but we do have sciencegalaquatics.com, sciencegalaquatics over on YouTube. And of course, thank you for the members. We love you. And thanks for watching and tuning in. And until the next time. Yep. And spread the word about aquarium mm -hmm. dilemmas too. New fish keepers yes, or, or anyone, appreciate it. Or anyone you. that you think something like this might help. Yeah, I Be think this because one was that fun. is the goal mm -hmm. of this is to spread that word of just patience and not comparing yourself and learning together. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you very much. I don't know how else to say it, but thank you. <laughs> and until next time, next episode. Uh -huh. Thank you. Bye. Bye.